0: JazzGuitarLessons.net, improve your jazz guitar playing with a real teacher. Podcast number 32 on free playing. How was that for an introduction to a podcast. Well, I think it fits the theme because this week I want to talk about free playing and not just free as in, hey, let's go listen to Ornette Coleman and be on drugs. I mean, really actually using free playing as means to improve your playing and to, well, this is what the website's all about, this podcast, videos and everything, and I'm really trying to, you know, reach out and help you guys do better what I personally kind of know how to do. I have tips for you. So, free playing is cool. Because you can disregard your note choices or you can disregard any parameter of music that you decide to to put a, in the trash. Like, I don't want to worry about this anymore. If you go and play free, 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 you disregard basically everything. So you can say, I'm going to just make sounds. You know, I have my guitar in my hand, on my lap right now, and I just couldn't go, go like, I could go, you know, these things and just really... Tap on it, shake it, do you know blow on it, whatever whatever floats your boat. You can also um, do something that I really like to do, which is playing in good time, but disregarding the notes and the changes totally completely. So one of my attempts um, at learning how to play jazz and phrase like a real jazz player, one of the great exercises that I found that worked over time was to use a metronome, uh, say on two and four just to to use it as a pulse in the background and then start to speak jazz in a way that I would not know what I'm doing, technically in terms of the note choices, arpeggios and chords and chord changes and songs and whatnot. I would know nothing about that. But I would still try to speak the accent of jazz. Imagine, like I don't know how to speak Russian or um, Spanish for that matter. So I could just try to pick up, listen to a Spanish TV show and then start to imitate the accent with my voice, even though I don't make sense with my words at least I can sound like it. So it's one of the great use of sounding sounding like this and something that you could do. I'll do a little demo since we, we have time. I mean, it's a podcast, it's pretty cool. So here's a metronome and here's me going at it. That I'm not thinking of anything. I'm not going to think of changes, of course, or anything. And you'll see, it will still sound like I'm improvising jazz. You ready? A one, two, a one, two, four, three. If I do this for too long I start singing and then the neighbors complain uh, but hey c'est la vie. so this is a, a subject of a video shot probably in 2011 2012 still on YouTube it's called all the right notes and it was inspired by Steve Regley, a good friend a regular contributor to jazz and this guy says hey you know if you can't play it fake it and if you want to put on a Charlie Parker recording or Miles Davis or West Montgomery, play with them, try to do what they do, but never mind the notes and the chords, just phrase like a jazz player, play like them, have the American jazz accent, but not necessarily imitate their notes, of course. I mean, you could transcribe their solo, you should do that also, but now we're talking about playing free. And I think this is the thing I mentioned to basically every student, everybody I work with, like, yo, you should just grab your guitar and play some crazy stuff until it starts sounding like what you hear in your head or what you've heard on recordings and, and or both, right? There's other reasons to play free, which is uh, often this is how I compose. You know, you just stumble upon something really good that you find really good and you can kind of go with it but you're not in the context of say playing blues you're not in the context of playing a standard or any song you just let yourself go so just creatively i think it's a thing all musicians have to do just sit down with your instrument or st- stand up with your instrument take it start playing never mind what any of the rules say say because that's music is in fact a creative endeavor so we should just go for it and do whatever maybe not all the time But as an exercise, as a means to an end, playing free is really, really interesting. So there's several ways to do it. Um, There was this book by uh, Book and Play Along by Kenny Werner. It's called Free Play, in fact. And he has these parameters. When I mentioned parameters earlier, I think, um, say you have time, like a good pulse with a bass player and drums, but you don't have changes. So time and no changes. But maybe you have another way to do it, which is changes, but no time, playing rubato. And perhaps other ways to do it is just sounds. You know, how about tearing this piece of paper apart? Like I have a piece of paper here, I go... Maybe that could be part of the jam I have with my friends later on just because we're creating sounds. So uh, I encourage you to check this out, the Kenny Werner uh, Free Play and also the Kenny Werner Effortless Mastery, which is also in that vein. Is He's saying, well, can you hang on to the form can you keep driving the boat? Like, can you keep playing on that 12-bar blues, but by playing, by letting your fingers play anything they want, but still play on that blues, uh, which is, I think, one of the greatest exercises. If you can be free while playing the blues, it means that you can really play anything. It means you can play the things you know. So the blues licks and the things you've learned, the solos and all the arpeggios and the scales and the jumps and whatever you've practiced, pentatonics, name it, blues scales. But it means you can also play all the stuff that you don't know yet that you know, which is pretty interesting. And I'll conclude this podcast with an example of me doing just that. I'll do B flat blues, and I will be uh, going on a tangent, meaning that the blues form will still be there, but I will not um, I will not play it explicitly, but it will still be in the background. So please count the amount of bars and hang on for dear life. Ready? So you see, I really let myself go, but the important thing is I kind of didn't lose my place. Well, maybe I did. I'll, I'll tell you when I listen to this recording after I'm finished this podcast. But the main idea is, wow, if you can be free like this, it really means that you can play anything, anywhere. And you have the freedom to um, to play the good notes, but you also have the freedom to play the bad notes. And it means that you can hold the form, whatever happens. Now imagine playing this in a trio and saying, hey, bass, guitar and drums, and say, we all know it's blues, we count it in, one, two, one, two, we all know it's blues, but we're going to play the craziest things ever, and we'll try not to get lost, we'll try not to be um, torn apart or be uh, taken away by what everybody's playing, we'll still be right on, but we'll avoid playing the, the form will avoid giving you the details of where the chords are going, uh, playing the usual licks and whatever, which is, by the way, if you've read Miles' biography, what the, the, the quintet, the second or the last great Miles Davis quintet did, Wayne Shorter, uh, Tony, uh, Herbie Hancock, of course, and Ron Carter, they said, all right, let's play anti-music. And that's that's the gist of it, all right? So as far as I can understand it. So I'll let you go with these crazy thoughts. My name is Mark from jazzguitarlessons.net. Improve your jazz guitar playing with a real teacher. And this has been podcast number 32 on free playing. Take care.